No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. No simple road. Yeah, here we go. finally pull the trigger on this specific festival mm, mm, mm. well we were excited already but when pretty lights was added to the bill we had to do it we had to pull the trigger pretty lights yeah. how many times have you seen him i've never seen him oh. what but i was super into his music before you know before the pretty lights went down before they, before they <laughs> shut him for up. a while yes yes and then you know now he's come back up he's in a i don't know if you know much about his like personal story yeah 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 um but yeah now yeah, now yeah. he's back and he's got the live band and it's that amazing than ever. <laughs> yeah. like he never left so yeah. you, you've been here since yesterday we got here tonight or this morning this morning so this after afternoon. after having a chance to walk around what do you think of oh, the grounds oh i love this place yeah, it's, it's gorgeous <laughs> Isn't it like, it feels, like, this Mel just said it, it feels like a carnival, but like super chill. You get to spend the night at the carnival with your friends hanging out. Everyone's stoned at the carnival. Um, yes. <laughs> and encouraging you to be more stoned. Yes. Well, thanks you guys. Appreciate it.
they done brought it. I don't know. What do you, what do you That's think? For sure. What do you think, Mel? Oh, You're the they, one that was asking. Oh yeah, I was I was I was actually demanding and asking at the same time. You're demanding <laughs> like, of pretty lights. Like bring it, bring it. <laughs> like I want. Like if you hadn't asked that, I wonder if the set would if have it not been, been as brought. good. He heard that and needed to. Like, he mm-hmm. needed it. He's like, you oh know? shit, I better bring it. First festival back, he was like, should I bring it right now? Should oh, I? Oh, Mel asked. Okay. <laughs> Hey now, No Super Road family, what's happening? This is Aaron. This is Mel. And it's Apple. And welcome to Cascade Equinox Week on No Simple Road, brought to you by Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates. Oh yeah. That's right. Melt Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates at Melt Melt Mushrooms Mushrooms on Instagram. They have 10 flavors. They are given buy one, get one half off for No Simple Road listeners. All you need to do is go to Instagram, follow Melt Mushrooms uh, Premium Chocolates. No. DM them. No, yeah. melt, melt mushrooms. Okay, there you go. But it's melt mushrooms, premium chocolate. Okay. And then DM them and say, hey, No Simple Road sent us. And you're going to get the menu. You're going to choose your favorites. And then they're going to give you the buy one, get one half off. Just warning, they're all your favorites. They really they're, are. They're all, and it doesn't matter what flavor. They will help you, help you melt your problems away, keep a smile, just like tune you up. Yep. They're good for that. That's right. So. Go over and follow at Melt Mushrooms, M-E-L-T-M-U-S-H-R-O-O-M-S. And make sure you tell them No Simple Road sent you. This episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Fire on the Mountain. And hey, Fire on the Mountain. Cascade was in, in Redmond, which is right above Bend. And Fire on the Mountain has a brand new location open in Bend. Let's wow. hear it for them, everybody. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Nobody heard that. Congratulations. We're clapping. It, it, the grand opening, it looked like it was popping off too. Like, For real. It's going to be busy. And and it looks like such a gorgeous restaurant. They did a lot of really beautiful things as far as like that um, Jimi Hendrix painting on the wall, these gorgeous um, countertops, uh, these beautiful uh, lights. Yeah. Like, I, I say intention and love goes into everything yeah. down to like the light switches. Well, and like and every, the food. Well, if the name bit. didn't already clue you in, uh, Fire on the Mountain is owned and operated by the Grateful Dead family. So you know that without love in the dream, it never comes true. And they are cooking it up for you. And it is some good stuff. They even have vegan and vegetarian options. And if you're not in Portland, Denver, or Bend, you can go to PortlandWings.com, order some of their sauces, get some of their swag, and you'll feel right at home in the comfy space that is Fire on the Mountain. Fire and the last mountain. but well, not you know least, when I, when I, if you're like me and you eat there and you get like sauce all over your shirt. And oh man, like now me, I need a new shirt. I need a new shirt. Where are you going for it? I'm going to Shop Tour Bus. What? Oh, shop okay. Tour Bus? That's right. Well, ShopTourBus.com yeah. is the online lot's most dope purveyor of Grateful Dead inspired t-shirts. They take song titles and turn them into pictures and put them on shirts and hats and stickers and tote bags and all kinds of other stuff. And they send it to you with love and intention, just the way the Grateful Dead family does things with all kinds of extras. And some of you are going to get a miracle Grateful Dead bootleg in your order. And you're getting free shipping when you put in the promo code. No simple road. All one word when you're checking out. You are going to get free shipping from the family over at shoptourbus.com. And hey, go follow them on Instagram at shoptourbus. And that's the commercials. We did them. There it is. There it is. But like I said earlier, welcome to Cascade Equinox Week on our show, folks. This festival was super special for us. Um, Why? Was it special for you, babe? A, a myriad of reasons. But before we a got myriad. to the festival, first it was already it, it was, was already special because it's here in our home state, and it was the first one. And I know that Gem and Jam and Four Peaks Presents know 
how to throw a party. Oh yeah. And, and then seeing the lineup, I mean, come on, it was ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think that everybody was shocked about the pretty lights announcement because that was his first festival coming back after his hiatus and even though Goose was already going to be there, LPGOB, lots of other incredible bands, when they put Pretty Lights on that lineup, it like... Exploded. It, yeah. Everybody from the EDM world, everybody from the jam scene, everybody that's a music lover got super stoked along with us. Yeah. I would say congratulations to you all. That that was a good get to like pull it all together. Absolutely. For sure. Make it what it was. Yeah. For you, Mel, what were you excited about? Why were you excited to go? Well, for the, I mean, a couple of the same reasons, like definitely because it was in our own hometown. And when you do the first of something like, you know, us getting to be a part of it, that was really special. Like we've, we've done festivals before, super fun, always loved it. Um, but when something's brand new, that you know, that adds another element to it. You know, if something's been going on for 20 years, you're not, you're, you're being a part of it. But when something's brand new, you're creating what that thing is. And so that was really exciting to me that it was in our neck of the woods, in our backyard, just a few hour drive away. And yeah, that we were going to be participating and not just attending. That was, right. that was my favorite. All right. What about you, Apple? I was the first thing that was exciting was the, was the lineup. Uh, yep. There was a lot of them, a lot of the bands, performers up there we have had on the show and yeah. have become acquainted with, like Aggie, La Special, Diggin' Dirt, Polyrhythmics, like the curated music. Yeah. yeah, and then adding that element of stuff we didn't know, mm -hmm. the, the EDM part of that, because yeah. there is a really good crossover there, and... Then just like arriving there, the way it was curated, somebody had said that it was like, doesn't matter really what time of day it was. If you wanted EDM or you want a jam band or whatever, I said, I was you, you could you could go find it. Yeah. And it wasn't far of a walk. I remember that like the first day it's like, oh, I got to go all the way over the other stage. And it's like two minute, two minute walk, walk through the awesome vendor and food and everything. And it was just yeah, all. That was something we found out after we got there. We had no idea how convenient everything the festival was, was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th those grounds, I, we've been to a lot of festivals, man, and I think that's my favorite place that we've been. It certainly was the easiest place to yeah, be that, at a festival. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It, it felt like, like a theme park, almost. Yeah. Like, the, like you're at a festival theme park. There's something about having a Ferris wheel. Yes. And a... Um, what do you, the horse thing? Carousel. carousel. Yeah, a Ferris wheel and a carousel at a festival, like, just amps up the excitement because the lights are going, people are in line, and it feels very carnival, circusy, um, even like. And childlike. It yeah, makes you very feel, much it makes so. it easier to feel like a yeah, child. Like a state fair. But even. you know, like when you were a kid and you went to Disneyland, like, you get your ticket and you go through the turnstile to go into Disneyland. Yeah. And then like when you walking into Disneyland, there's like that main street and you walk through the arch and it's welcome to Disney. It was like that at cascade. Mm -hmm. You walked through the turnstile, yeah. <laughs> you walk down that concrete walkway and there was the they big the, arch. That's yeah, a cascade the beautiful Equinox. Arch. And, and then also there's like, creeks running through it yeah, and, and a a little lake. lakes and little tiny waterfalls and 
it really did feel like a music festival land. Yeah, it, it they <laughs> even land. even though it was one big space, they kind of like um made it feel like little secret areas, you yeah, know, like yeah. the wellness area, like that was like kind of quiet and expansive and like like white um uh what do you call those like tent like the pop-ups, the mm-hmm. little white pop-ups and just like, you know, beautiful um, you know, imagery over there and then there's like the VIP area and like everywhere just kind of had this special like feel to it even though it was all together. Yeah, it kind of was like Disneyland, like Tomorrowland and Frontierland, but it was all the different lands spread out. Very intentional with how things were laid out. Like you said, the the wellness area was well away from Mm -hmm. the the commotion of the festival and the noise. The there was even like the drumming area was kind of away from Mm -hmm. where all the all that was. Um and then the timing and the curation of each stage yeah, was really, really like attention to detail. Yeah. And I think we've been to other festivals where that's not the case. It's just like, let's just get everything that we have booked in. And you know, to speak to that just for a second, I, I would imagine how hard it oh, is yeah. to have a festival. All you want is cream of the crop to go to the festival. Like all you want is the best musicians, the best performers and everything. Clearly, somebody's going to have to go up against each other, you know, when you when you have multiple stages, unless it's a festival with just one stage, you're going to have to compete. And that's a a sad thing, because there's a lot of times where you're like, oh, man, I don't want to miss Daniel Donato, but I got to go see Eggie or whatever (laughs) the case is, you know. Um, and that didn't happen too much at this festival. Except it did happen a little except bit. Except for with us and Andy. Yes. <laughs> when we have to do our own um, <laughs> podcast, live podcast, and Eggie's performing, I mean, it was really hard. We really wanted to support Eggie and, you know. And, and we and we knew all, all of our friends that were there yeah. wanted to see Eggie. <laughs> so it was like, you guys, go, go see Eggie. Several yeah. of them. You, you've heard us. was like. You know, we're sorry. I kind of, I, I kind of want to go see Eggy, but I know you guys are going. I'm like, look, I get it, man. You're at a music festival. Go, go see Eggy. But well, when you're also at a music festival, everything is chance. You're not. You can have your schedule and be like, okay, for sure, for sure, I'm gonna see LPGOB. You know, like you can do that. Yeah. But a lot of times. You get caught up in a conversation or, you know, you meet some people there that you haven't seen in forever or you desperately need a nap in your car or something <laughs> like that. Like there's those things that All you can't, <laughs> you well, can't like, you know, predict. For for me too, I mean, that's always a bummer when you have to miss something, you're like catch part of it. But that also adds to the excitement of the festival experience for me because as like we had a whole lot of people there yeah, and everybody, every like, We'd be in a big group of like 12, 13 people, three or like, I'm going to go catch this three, like everybody. Yeah. Okay. Everybody goes on their own adventure, takes off, goes, sees what, and then you connect back later and share your experience from the other things. I said so, I, I, on, uh, I think it was when we were talking to putt about cascade. I feel like this would, they could call this cascade equinox, choose your own adventure festival. Yeah. Because depending on what you're into, you really can like tailor your experience at this festival to um, your taste. 
you know, I remember before we started going to a lot of festivals, I didn't really, I didn't get like, oh, you get to go do whatever, like, you know, go to this artist, go to that artist. And it just seemed like, oh, yeah, you're at a festival. You just watch the music. But no, there's these decisions that you have mm-hmm. to make, you know, like sometimes it's hard. <laughs> absolutely. Sometimes you really got to pee and you got to wait in that line <laughs> or you're meeting someone and you miss dirt wire set because you're walking, <sighs> you know. So there was a couple things that we missed um, that we really, really wanted to see and honestly just couldn't because we were either doing an interview or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Coming or going somehow. Maybe when it comes to mind, it just, damn it, I want to see Digging Dirt eventually. (laughs) Every time they come here, we've been, every time they've come to Portland, we've had something else going on. We were out of town once, Been out of town, and then we had an interview during Digging Dirt, and man, I love those guys. Yeah, (laughs) it sucks. And, And the special, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, well, at least we caught up with the special in real, like in real yeah. time with them. That that was like, okay, fine. I didn't get to see your set, but we got to like lock eyes, talk, and see what they were up to, and that was really yeah. Sweet. I had a good visit with them. So we approached this festival a little bit differently than we have other festivals in the past, in that we have focused more on getting um, interviews with the artists here, mm-hmm. um, and. So that's what we're going to be bringing you this week. We have an interview with Small Million that we recorded. We have an interview with Eggy backstage uh, just after their set. And then we spoke with the special uh, just before they were getting ready to go on. So that's what's going to be coming out this week. Today's episode is our live podcast with Cam Hurt mm. that we did in on the Cosmic Drip stage. So paint the picture for you this is like a the festival grounds is the deschutes county fairgrounds and uh the fairgrounds has like livestock shows and stuff like that uh, at it and there's these huge um what would you call them they're they're like steel barn barns hangar yeah hangers Mm -hmm. barns and the late night stage is the uh cascade state or the cascade stage the Cosmic drip stage and the the tilt it? stage. Yeah, they were both indoors in these hangars, but inside the cosmic drip, um, there's an organization here in Portland called the Haven. Mm, the Haven, and they are an artist collective. Yes, an art space rental spot and uh, intentional community yeah, too. Yeah, very much so. And um, the Haven. Took, took over. over. I was going to say took so, over. Yeah, yeah like that they, was... they set up an entire. So like we were talking about earlier about like Tomorrowland and this, that, like this was like Havenland and yeah. it was called the Cosmic Drip they, and the Cosmic Drip stage was in there. Um, they had like belly dancing classes. They yoga. had yoga. They had DJs. They had us live podcasts. They had the cactus guy over there. Oh yeah. The- it, that was amazing. But so like they all, all these artists set up their booths kind of like they would in the Haven. And in addition to that, they had a stage and that's where we were. And, and at any time of the day you could walk through cosmic drip and there was, people doing live painting mm-hmm. and creating murals and giving talks and showing their art and 
And it was just a great place too to come and like hang out. There was even like a space you take your shoes off and you sit down and there was like a bunch of like pillows on the ground and people. That was next to the cactus guy. Yeah. Um, actually on the other side. Oh, he, had, he had a spot too. Yeah. He say, had a spot uh, too. Yeah. Up and down both sides by the walls. It was yeah. all chill area. And so any time of the day you could see a bunch of people just laying there if you needed to rest your feet or your eyes or whatever. And, or your brain. Or your brain. Yeah. And it was just like such a honestly it was a safe space it was like a safe place you were in something away from like the weather and you know it was just like a happening vibe and you know shout out to the haven for really doing something amazing in the community and and at the festival so there was when we came back from the oregon country fair we were sprung on the what fair is before we left we were sprung yeah. but then after, yeah. afterwards after, yeah after soaking it all in and there's a particular feeling at OCF there's a a vibe that Oregon Country Fair creates and i really feel like Cascade Equinox because of who's involved in in putting on the festival and and doing all the stuff that feeling of family energy, that Oregon Country Fair vibe was very present at Cascade Equinox. And even though that this was the first year of the festival, it did not feel like the first year of a festival. There wasn't a bunch of bullshit going on and there wasn't a ton of issues and no, I think and- we don't know what happened behind the scenes because, you know, that's that wasn't our place. <laughs> and I'm sure they had a few, you know, hiccups or whatever, because like, you have to. You, that's how you learn. That's how you learn like your venue. That's how you, you learn where you need more security or more parking attendance or whatever. But that never crossed the festival lines. Mm-hmm. No, it you never could, bled you, over. Yeah, you couldn't tell. Gen pop. No. And, you know it felt like family from the beginning and yes um you know for us we're a little bit you know i don't want to say biased that's not the right word but like we had a bunch of people there so we we didn't feel like we were alone but other people at the festival there was so many groups of people that knew each other it wasn't just us there was a lot of groups of people that just knew each other whether it's from just going out or all the friend group made it and so it just felt like um it didn't feel new. It mm-hmm. felt like seasoned and it felt like, I don't know. It just felt great and it felt great to be a part of. I, I'll say this too. We've done festivals in the past and, and when we get back, we're like, that was awesome, but we're, we're good. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't need to go back. We're not shitting was, on anything. Just, oh, like, no. just, like, just like we did that. There's yeah. so many festivals we want to do. Sometimes yes. you do. It's like, okay, did that. Now yeah. we got to do this one. I, I have to say that as long as Cascade is a thing, I want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, there's something special about, again, being in, in your hometown and, and seeing the faces that you would see maybe like at the farmer's market. Now they're here at the festival enjoying it. And to see what it develops into, like, you know, when you have the first one and it's this much of a success, number two is exciting, you know, like I'm sure they're probably planning behind the scenes as we speak, you know. Well, if you're planning behind the scenes next year, no simple road on the harvest stage interviewing (laughs) somebody that we don't know who's on the lineup yet. Let's do that. Everybody on the lineup. Sure, we could do that. Well, the the other thing, too, that we, we, we mentioned before, but was very special about this was... It was in our home state, and we had Sean from Long Strange Club. Oh, yes. We had Cam, 
and we had Andrew. Andrew that were all out here from from Festesia. So, yeah, and also that we had hung out with at uh, at Fish Dicks, and it was kind of a reunion like a month later after yeah. being up mm-hmm. in Denver, and they got to come see our home state, meet a bunch of our people, and they were blown away, and it felt like the perfect introduction for anybody that we would want to come to Oregon. Oh yeah. Like 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 this is what we do. The, yeah, come to this and mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to have an amazing experience. And isn't it kind of weird like okay, we were at at Dicks and and we had that we stayed in the house with you know the guys and we were just getting to know them minus Sean. Um and then it kind of felt the same way here in Portland like it feels like when you're in a festival setting, it is a um, familiar space. Do yeah. you know what I mean oh, by yeah, that? Yeah. Like when you're, it doesn't matter where the festival is. Yeah, you're you're in festival it, land. It's like, yes. a, it's like a mothership. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I feel as in. if we all bring the festival with us to whatever location it is. And that's what it felt like at cascade this brand new festival people flying in from all around the country or driving in from you know town and we were all like we were the festival it was cool cool to see putt and festesia festesia was great doing their their thing too like that's really a really cool idea if you don't follow them go follow at festesia on on instagram they they're covering like the entire world I'm talking like the entire planet okay, of festivals. So um, it's Festigia underscore HQ. So it's F-E-S-T-I-S-I-A underscore HQ. And it is the home of festival culture where the festival never ends. Yeah. So go check them out. It, it was amazing to meet them and get to party with them for Pretty Lights and Goose and be part of that scene that was going on and and seeing how they do what they do as a part of cascade equinox um having the opportunity to live podcast at any festival is is a huge honor for us absolutely and um this was a really big deal i mean as you can imagine from and hearing what we're talking about right now how we felt about going and then getting booked to do the the live podcast we were super excited and, and we like to play things by ear a lot of times, but Mel came to me before the festival and was like, well, what are we doing for Cascade? And I was like, I don't know yet. So we were brainstorming over the weeks mm-hmm. leading up to it. And um, what you're going to hear is the culmination of that. I will say that we were uh, taking a play on, um, organized religion we were using that as a jumping off point and it was funny because like we we're saying the the cosmic drip area was um decorated by the haven and right in front of the stage is this like chapel, chapel quarter scale chapel that they had built with a, a psychedelic chapel and it was just confirmation that we were on the right track when we started doing the podcast and we haven't even gotten into like having cam no with us we'll we'll get into it um cam is it hurt Hurt. cam hurt um we met him initially at hollywood bowl um we were taking 
our daughter, Sydney, and, and her um, husband, our son-in-law, Adam, to see fish for the first time in their territory. And we saw Cam sitting right in front of us. Well, and Just before those shows, the Hollywood Bowl shows, we were in Seattle seeing fish. And it was a two-day run. We had gone to the show the night before. We were up the next day in the afternoon. And Mel and um, Jamie were laughing at a, a Instagram post. They're like, you got to see this guy. And it was Cam doing like a whole thing on jaded fish vets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Just so good. If they don't, if they don't play everything I want to see tonight, I'm fucking done with this band. And it was hilarious. And then fast forward, yeah, we go to Hollywood Bowl, and, and he's sitting right in front of us. And Aaron's like, "That's that guy." That's and I'm the guy like, that does the thing. I'm like, "What? That like is so random." Like, and then so he, he turns around. We introduce ourselves. We exchange stickers. Blah blah blah. You know. Then again, flash forward, we see each other again at Dick's. Well, we were planning on hanging out at Dick's. We Cam and I had kept you, in touch. They kept in touch. Yeah. So we see them at Dick's. Um, and then we realize, oh, wow, he's going to be over at Cascade too. So, you know, over the, I guess maybe two months, three months over the last few months, we have gotten to be friendly and know Cam and, and even Aaron was on Cam's podcast called Best Show Ever. Yeah, you should go check that out. It- and yeah, so like having him as part of, our you know our posse and then he also was with festesia and doing um you know content content for them them. but we were talking oh so we were talking about cam so we decided in between all these times seeing each other leading up to um cascade that we were going to include cam in our live podcast because first of all he's hilarious Second of all, he is also a podcaster. And third, I know that um, he's probably going to be wanting to do some live stuff in the future, too. And fourth, he's part of Osiris Media with us. Yeah. So it was like a no brainer for us to bring on um, Cam because it's like harder to do stuff with musicians during like a festival like that, like a live podcast. Yeah, you know? like, schedules yeah they got to be in and out. They're doing right. stuff. I'd throw in five too. Cam's just fucking cool. To yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no limit. If we, yeah, we can add more. He's just a fun guy to hang out with. And, and, and he'll be on friend. in a few future episodes. So y'all stay tuned for that. Yeah. But this was super special. This was a, a, a coming together of, you know, joining forces with Cam and showing what we have for, for Cascade Equinox. And I, I, even though, Eggy was playing while we were on and it, it, I feel like this went exactly how I wanted it to. How do you feel about it, Mel? I feel good about it. I mean, if, if we're talking about like any type of performer, right? If you're talking about like, was it successful? The way that I think about it was like, did I feel good about it? It's not about numbers to me. Like, oh, there was only like five people there or only a hundred showed up or whatever. Like if I feel like I did a good job and I wasn't like caught up with my tongue or I I didn't say something or, you know, those type like my performance and that's then I didn't do a good job. But if I feel like I've like said what I wanted to say and I connected and we have good content, then I think it went great. Yeah. We could have had more people, but we had so many that we didn't see because people were just in the Haven. I know. Yeah. So even though there, they weren't sitting right in front of us, there was like so many people that got to listen to those ohms that got to 
be a part of the subject matter that we were talking about, whether they were sitting right in front of us or standing, you know. And by the end, there was a fair amount back. of people hanging out. Oh, yeah, out. yeah. By, absolutely. Well, and at festivals, too, we learned that. They even said that at, like, Oregon Country Fair leading up to us being there. This is the same thing. This is any festival. You can't get your feelings hurt if you don't have a big crowd. No. And you have to expect that people are going to move through. People are going to wander in and out. They're trying to catch all kinds of things. You got to so. leave your ego at the door and use your talent or your, um, you know, your know-how. That's, that's what I think. That's, that's the kind of advice I would give somebody like, forget about like, Oh, did I do a good job? Or like, they didn't like what I said, but like, if you were good and you gave the facts or you gave like something heartfelt, some, something to chew on, then hell yeah, I think it was good. I, I felt like, I feel like whenever we do something like that, I have something in me that I want to get out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I did that with this. You got it and out. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And Cam's fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. And you know what? There's three of us, but we're kind of like a hive mind a lot of the time. Bieber's right in there. So once you get, you get some uh, like a wild card and you add that in to people because he listens to the show. So he knows our personalities. I just felt like it, it went amazing. I felt like it was, um, it, first of all, it was super fun. I felt like we had really a great message and you know, it was cool. Yeah, it felt it comfortable. Cool. It felt comfortable the whole time and felt so good when we were done and started getting feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to say before we get to this, so to everybody that's listening from Cascade, thanks yes. for, for having us. <laughs> and, and we would love to come back if you'd have us again. And um, I feel like Cascade represented perfectly what my idea of Oregon the Oregon music scene is yeah. and what this community is. It really was a honest, intentional representation of this scene and who we are and what we can do together. And I just want to see that thing grow and get bigger and do everything we can to help it. Cause absolutely it's fucking dope. Well, and this is part of it. This is our, our, uh, not even attempt, but this is um, what we're our doing. Yeah. Our, uh, thank you. Our contribution to letting our audience know what a great festival this was. And if, you know, next year you are even remotely, you know, like c- curious or whatever, come I, on out. I, I, I have never, all the festivals we've done, well, I mean, because it is our home state. I have so I have told so many people about this festival since we've been there, because it crosses with what I do going to dispensaries every day. Oh yeah, there's the the demographic is wide, is ages, and a lot of people had heard about it, didn't, didn't go, yeah, because it was the first year or they whatever, you know, going to happen, yeah. And I just encouraged everybody, like like you have got to go next year. And and for those of you that are out there going, yeah, they they got paid to go to the festival, so they're just saying this because. No, we didn't, and and no, we wouldn't. So I, this is one like even if we like Aaron said, Cascade. We hope you have us back. We love you, but even if not, this is one I would take the time off. Oh yeah, for sure. To go to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even, with, own, even, even if we with the weather on Sunday, crazy. Oh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Still, it didn't. It Goose, didn't affect. Goose in the rain. Like it was that my drizzle fault. and. It was one hundred and ten percent. Your fault. fault. Why? Why is that? What did you do, Sean? Sean, What did you do? Okay, so Sean McLean, if you're listening, you're gonna love this. Yeah, Sean. When Sean was here 
for his interview before Cascade. <laughs> uh-huh. And I, that's where the whole weather nerd conversation happened. Okay. I was like, oh, the weather's right now for Cascade. It's going to be perfect the whole time. I already oh, know okay. it's going to be great. I already know it's going to be great. And Sean was, did, I don't, did he say anything then? Yes, I think he did say something. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you don't. And I did do that. And so Sunday was my fault. I apologize to everybody that got wet. It wasn't your fault, was, but. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it and was it, hilarious. It was beautiful, though. Yeah. The, the, the whole night, even oh, when it no, was heavier rain. Yeah. It, 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 being soaked a little, because it, it wasn't that bad. It got to the point where it was almost like, oh, shit. And then it it'd taper off. Yeah. And you dry out a little and feel good about it. And then it sprinkle again. And it, it was once goose hit the stage. Port, I didn't even, I was like weather. rain shemaine. Yeah. It didn't matter at yeah, that point. It did not. Um, so here we go. We're going to take you back a few weeks. We, oh, that was the other thing I wanted to say. We, we waited a few weeks, first of all, because I had to get together what, um, content, what, yeah, we, what, was, what we did, but, Second of all, we waited a little while because we wanted you to be missing the festival a little bit yeah. before we started releasing the content we got there to bring you back. So this is our um, love letter from Cascade in the past and it, to all of you in the future. And it's very appropriate, too, because one thing I love, the, the build up to it and still to this day, Cascade Equinox on Instagram is constantly posting stuff. People are still riding on this that's one. the way to do it to be honest and keeping it alive and you don't gotta go over kill or overboard but like you have something that amazing and maybe it's another year till you come out those little reminders it stays in people's heads and then you know oh man i remember meeting so and so and you get all excited like that is the way to do it they really did um up coming into the festival um leading up to it they did such an amazing job at posting at um behind the scenes they were sending things to us and like keeping us in the loop and i just want to say thank you um on behalf of the team the cascade team that helped you know bring us on and that you know does the social media and all that stuff because it was um it was just really great working with with the cascade equinox this year yep. it really was so before we do that, we're going to do the business super fast. Follow us on socials at No Simple Road. Go to nosimpleroad.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Buy yourself some merch. Call 971-808-1524. That's the No Simple the tepid Road. Line. Tepid line where you have three minutes to tell us whatever you want. Hey, if you went to Cascade and you have a, a report yeah. of the festival, that'd be great that'd be dope because we have two more episodes that we're going to record this week. So it will make it in. It will definitely be on there. So if you were there, call in 971-808-1524. Um, go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. That is how you can support us monetarily and get all the extra content. You get the uh, episodes a day, uh, day early and ad free. And there's other stuff you can do over there. So go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Then you go to Apple podcasts, leave that five star, click that five stars, go out further and leave a little review or leave us a review on any platform that you're able to. And last but not least, tell somebody you love about the show, because the most important thing is all of you listening and the connection that we have with each other. And when you spread that connection, one person to the other the mycelial network of No Simple Road grows one little node at a time. And pretty soon, 
We're just mushrooms all together. Pretty soon, <laughs> mushrooms are popping up everywhere, everywhere in Oregon. Welcome to the PNW. So here we go. We this is us. We're not going to do the whole no simple road crew. Brings yeah, you. no, this is no simple road. Yeah, the, yeah. We're, we're bringing <laughs> the, you the no us. simple road crew brings you <laughs> us. Yeah, uh, this is <laughs> no simple road live from Cascade Equinox Festival on the Cosmic Drip stage. Here you go. Twenty twenty. You wanna what? Start this. Yeah. Start this train rolling. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Hello. In here, in the Cosmic Drip stage on Yay. YouTube. Everybody, how's it going? Connor, what's up? <laughs> Connor, thank you for being here. Thank we you for are supporting uh, us. a podcast. We are No Simple Road. We're from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, Portland, yeah, Oregon. Hey. Heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> you been there? Yeah. <laughs> and we have a special guest with us today in light of being here at Cascade Equinox with all of you wonderfully beautiful people. Yeah, and his name is? Cam Hurt, that's me. I'm gonna Let's introduce myself. Let's hear it Cam, everybody. Cam, yeah, yeah, Cam. yeah, baby. Come on in, come on in. Yes, everybody come on in, fine. it's okay. Get it's in okay. here, dude. We there don't are bite. no seats, but you can it's all sit good. anywhere you want. It's a very inviting area. It's totally, come on, come closer. We won't no, talk no, to you. No, no, for real. Come closer. We won't <laughs> talk to you unless you want to talk. There may be a little bit more room left up front. Oh. <laughs> so before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that's here today, in case there was any like misconceptions or wondering, you are exactly where you're supposed to be that's exactly right, right now today for you. Yes. You shouldn't have been anywhere else. This isn't a mistake. You woke up here and everything is good. That's right. Okay? Let's remember that. So, Mel. Yes. Would you like to, to do some ohms? Yeah. Oh, maybe, um, that'll, maybe that'll draw some folks over here. It's always a good thing to bring every, when you're talking. When you're playing music, you can just like strum a chord and everybody's going to listen. But when you're talking, we kind of have to have a way to bring everybody in kind of pay attention a little bit a little bit it's and, hard when um, eggy's playing over there i know eggy we would we would be with eggy right now if we weren't doing this ourselves it is so hard to beat music it's you hard can, to it's beat music. really hard to beat and music. it's fine we don't want to beat yes. music but no. while you're here shuffling through if you feel like chanting in on one of the ohms one one of the three ohms that we're gonna do go for it if you don't then just send good vibes up here yeah all right but, and you at home on youtube Please join us Do in this, homes. in your house, in your, well, probably not in your car if you're watching YouTube. But. Ohm in your home. Ohm in your home. Ohm in your home. Please ohm in your home. like that. Thank you. All right, Mel. All right. Take, a, take us home, babe. All right, we're going to do three ohms. So inhale first, nice cleansing breath. Inhale through the nose and just regular breath out. Next in, inhale through the nose. Today, though, No Simple Road, we want it to be part of Cascade Equinox, the first Cascade Equinox here in Redmond. 
We're super excited to be part of it. And we wanted to bring our part with No Simple Road Does to the festival. And no, we're not trying to compete with the music. We just wanted to have an alternative space that if you caught it, you'd love it and have a great time. And bringing a little bit more um, intimacy and conversation into the scene. So if you just need to like a little rest before this incredible night of music that we're all gonna have, oh man, we got perfect a perfect opportunity oh to sit down and chill, maybe watch one of the painters, listen to us, participate. But we brought Cam here because he is a fellow music, live music lover. God, I love it. <laughs> God, I love live music, you guys. <laughs> and um, we're, but, we're, but why can't? Yeah, what is what is it? No, um, we all love it for different reasons. Look at us, like getting, looking at our outfits, looking at the music that we've chosen. Um, everybody is on point, you know, when they're here, and that is something to be celebrated. And especially here at the Equinox. Um, I don't know how many of y'all saw that half moon last night, that beautiful oh my gosh. Mm. moon over the stage and just incredible. So what we wanted to bring to you was a little bit of what we do. And um, that is some deep conversation at times, you know. And um, Aaron, what's, what? Wh what do we have for <laughs> Connor? And our friend over and, to the right our, here. And our people <laughs> yeah, And our YouTube. people, yeah, everybody out here. <laughs> what do we have for them Aggie today? Right well... Anytime we do something live like this, like I want it to be a little different than the last thing we did. And I want it to be, I want it to make sense for the place that yeah, we're at. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And weeks ago, you were like, so what are we going to do at Cascade? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been there yet. I don't know. But yesterday when I got here and I started walking around and then when I walked into this space right here, yeah. I kind of felt like I knew what I wanted to talk about today. And, you know, first of all, the first thing that struck me when I got here yesterday was like, everybody here is different. And I don't mean that we're all different from each other. I mean that we're all different from the world out there. The things that make me excited, the things that I'm happy about things that turn me on are very different than out there. Yeah. And and different from me. And we're both here. We're all different here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't get turned on by the same thing. No. 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 no, no. I But there's some common thread of yeah, why we're all here. Yeah, there's definitely overlap. Right? There's overlap. Here. There's there's a reason, especially right now during this exact day, we could all be doing something else, but they chose to throw the festival on the equinox on this special day where there's stability in the earth and there's like this balance that doesn't always happen. And so we can use that energy to feed off of. We can use that energy to elevate us in different states. And so that's what we're doing here. We're trying to feed off of the energy that the earth has given us on the equinox and also that um we all are putting in here together i must i must have energy from the earth from this equinox because i did not sleep last night in my tent and i feel <laughs> it was cold out i feel fine <laughs> That's i feel so vibes, 
I feel energized. I had like one cup of coffee like normal and the energy's got to be coming from somewhere. But it's that, first, it's that's the, what's amazing to me is stepping onto these grounds yesterday. First of all, these grounds are magical. They're amazing. And also got to say to well, some of the people standing, this is one of the most stylish. Yeah. Things that I've been to, everybody's like real. Point. I look like an idiot. Everybody is <laughs> dressed. <laughs> I'm like, I look like I shouldn't. I like, I got lost and then didn't have a ticket, and they're like, just let him in. That's why we brought you up here, man. Yeah, I look well, like I'm looking for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to shout out the Haven too um, in oh, yeah. Portland. Yeah, this space that we're in is a lot of the artists here um, are in the Haven, and it is if the camera's facing towards us but like it is beautiful there's live painting going on there's led lighting like cycling through there's these little displays and you can interact with the artists as they're painting i had a super deep conversation with trevor over there um and this is kind of what the festival is about it's like being able to linger talking to all the people that you maybe have never or could never meet in your normal day-to-day -day life well and also, obviously, they can't see it at home, but in this room, the centerpiece of this room is like a mini temple, right? Yeah, to everyone who's in this room, the 50,000 people that are behind the camera, behind the camera, there's a ton of people in this room. If you guys could turn around, <laughs> it's a little overwhelming. It's a little like Woodstock. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a little like I can't see all of the people. If you guys could all turn around and avert your, or turn your attention, don't avert it, straight to this church and steeple. Yeah beautiful yeah a beautiful church right in the middle of the room and then if all of you guys in the front row could take a step back <laughs> just take it just move back crushing some. the people in the front row we'd appreciate it and your friends yeah. up front won't be real bug-eyed yeah and connor it's it's okay you can sit on jason's lap right? there's, <laughs> yeah. there's room oh so there's fifty thousand people in, in two chairs right right in, in the church theme yeah right so I, I, like i said we're all different but we all came here for one reason and that's to be a part of the music, to experience something different, and to have a little bit of magic in our lives. And like I said earlier, the things that the world finds interesting are not necessarily the things that we find interesting. And I think it's very strange that the centerpiece in an art space at a music festival is church-like, right? It's kind of kind of odd. It is. You don't see that often. It also fits. It fits. It, it also makes fits. So absolutely much fits. I, I hear lots of people say that live music is their church. And I feel like those of us that have um, stepped outside of social norm and uh, taken the journey inside of ourselves and inside of our minds have found a place that we are able to be more unapologetically ourselves yes mm -hmm. and in default reality a lot of people go to organized religion and church to find those things we both did yeah and i did no i don't yeah. know what you're talking about never mind I never, did. Did not. I never did that it was just me yeah no just I, did, I did cam i did too all right mel yeah. did too <laughs> i think we all grow up with some type of religion in our life whether it's like our parents are religious, our family's religious, our, our friends. There's something about religion that um, everybody has a relationship with. And um, being in this scene and doing what we do, talking to the musicians, um, that feeling and that subject of spirituality comes up all the time. What is happening when 
these musicians are singing these incredible sets and they're singing their hearts out and we're partaking. What spiritual um, happenings are going on and we're always trying to explore that and kind of define that and talk about what that is. Um, but there is a space, Cam, you're right, there is a space for some type of reverence and sacredness and congregation and something to bring us together. And that's what, in hopes, what we want to do, yes, is bring um, our people yes. together to talk about stuff that when we're in these other states of mind and we can't normally talk about at work on a Monday morning, you well, know? I think it's too heavy. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the job that so you have. So Carl. <laughs> yeah. How was your weekend? Well, you see. Uh, how, how, when someone asked you after this weekend, so what'd you do this weekend? I got in touch with something outside of myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I became one like, with the world and the universe. I mind melded with 20,000 like, like other to people. Explain a DMT experience yeah. to yeah. somebody or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's here's tough. The, here's the thing is like, it, all of this is my opinion. Okay. I'm just going to disclaimer myself so anyone gets mad at me. It's not fact. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's not necessarily the reflections of no simple. Yeah. Thing. Thank you. Adam. We're sitting next to him, but I don't know what he's going to say. Yeah. We might agree afterwards. The difference that I see in this and what has been put up out there is that nobody's telling me how I should experience this, the way that I should experience it. Uh, I've haven't yet seen any rules beyond like don't be a dick around here and that's the difference what i'm experiencing here is wholly totally and completely my own trip and i am drawing the conclusions myself as to what lines i want to draw from there that's the difference there's nobody standing on a pulpit. There's no standard here. The standard is come and show up and enjoy. Well, I, I don't know if I agree with that. You don't have to. <laughs> well, and, and love. One of my favorite things yesterday is when we're standing there, a guy runs in front of us, taps Aaron, and goes, watch this hug, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Ran past us, tapped him, and went over and gave his bro a hug, and we were just smiling at us. Like, that's what it's about. The you should, love. You should be bragging the, about your hugs, bro. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. There's, there's the one rule that we found. Brag, brag, about, brag about how good your hugs are, bro. Cam. <laughs> if you get anything out of today, yeah, <laughs> brag about, brag your, about hugs. your hugs. Cam, you, you mentioned that, you know, you had spent some time in organized religion. I did. Um, do you draw any parallels between the two? I do. Um, yeah, I, f I fully went to college to be a pastor. Um, and now I do improv comedy and go to festivals and fish a lot. So Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Yay. a lot of arms raised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to fish fans. <laughs> That's what 50,000 people look like with their arms raised can. Yeah, if someone could <laughs> walk up to the mic and be like, <laughs> yeah, that, that would be helpful. Hey, that guy's um, starting the wave over there. What? Oh. There's a lot are, of activity in this crowd. <laughs> yeah, I, we're gonna have to get we're gonna get this co crowd calmed down. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, there's a lot of uh, comparisons, and I think that um, the really, really nice thing that doesn't exist in this world that did exist in the organized religion. There's so much competition. It was like, who is the most Christian? Who <laughs> who loves God the most, and who can show it off? Um, in those days and that 
sucked. And I don't feel, <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> really, fun. I don't really see like people out festivaling each other. It's usually like an appreciate, if someone is killing it, if someone looks really cool, if someone's given the best hugs or whatever it is, it's usually just like nice. Like it's yes. an appreciation and like a, I see myself and I would love to do that. I would love to take a little bit of that energy. Like, and it's giving, it's not like, who's the best. Okay, we're all rooting um, for each other here. That being said, we will, we are going to do a, we're going to rate who's the best festival goer in this room at the end of the podcast. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's a scale of one to 10. You know, we're it's gonna, sliding based on your income. And it's going to be brutal, brutal. <laughs> we are going to release some statements. But, okay. So the, the, the positive things about um, being in a religious environment is like congregation. People get together yeah. and they actually do stuff for each other. They like, make chicken soup or they like pick up their neighbor's kids or whatever. And in, in this environment, what I see a lot of is like people doing the same thing. Like, oh man, I'm thirsty. Here's my water bottle. Oh, I broke my costume. Will you pin it? Absolutely. Like there's all these unspoken rules of kindness and niceness and um, helping out your neighbor that we don't necessarily implement in our real world. The other, another thing, thing that I see like a parallel especially like in this room is in in the world the organized religion would try and decorate the world with beautiful things you would see these like amazing cathedrals and these beautiful stained glass windows and um, what are the sculptures I couldn't think of the word it's sculptures, sculptures. When, that they make yeah. and murals and whatever all like paying testimony to the story or whatever. And I walked in here last night, I was like, holy shit, this is the exact same thing, except like really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, there's like humanness in it and there's like personality in it. And there's like- Well, everybody you can gets to contribute. Yes. Everybody gets to contribute. Like everybody's got their own artwork and their own little vibe in their space and it's all together. Well, and again, it's none of this is coming from a place of Somebody told me a story and now I'm drawing you a picture of it. This is all coming from, I saw some shit and I'm drawing you a picture of it, or I'm painting you a picture of it, or I'm making a stained glass window of it, or I'm gonna you know, cultivate cactuses about it, or I'm gonna weave a rug about it. This is our actual psychedelic experience manifesting in the physical world in a real tangible kind of a way so that when somebody walks by and looks at it and sees it and they they're we don't have language to describe that experience we have very uh insufficient ways of talking about it but through art we can walk by and we could see a, a painting of somebody else's experience and we'll see some kind of knowing in that thing like a remembrance, like when you remember a dream from six years ago, you look at that thing, you're like, oh shit, I know that. And it's because that experience is one and the same for all of us and completely different for each one of us. And it speaks to us in really unique and different ways. And when it does, and it comes out and it manifests into the world, we can speak to each other through that without having to use words so that we don't like, first of all, we don't feel like we're off our nut, you know, like, I'm the only one that's ever gone through this thing. No, you're not. Take a look around the room. Take a look at all the art that's here and the other people. And also, wow, my experience wasn't just some like crazy weird ride. There may be something more to this. Let me investigate deeper. Totally. 
Totally, and like when you you can't really describe that feeling when something strikes you, and you know it's for you know it's for you. It feels like that artist, whatever they made, whether it's a painting or a song or a you know tapestry or um, you know whatever it is, you feel like they made it just for you. Yeah. Um, they made it for them to get their experience out, yeah. right? Like they, they made that piece of art so that they could get that out of their brain onto a canvas and have it being a living, breathing thing for you to come see. But that, they didn't, you know, not to be weird, they didn't do it for you. <laughs> they did it for you them. Mean, I think that's that's kind of okay. like what we used to think, like, like seeing Jerry back in the day. He wasn't singing directly to me. I knew we were going to get through this without Apple <laughs> telling us he saw Jerry. Hey, have you guys all seen Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Just t just say it right now. Okay, we, we saw Jerry. Right we all yeah, saw we... Jerry together back in the day. <laughs> yep, it was me and this crew. God. Whatever, Cam. Good days. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> I was I born in 1992. I missed yeah, Jerry. It's not okay? Fair. It's okay. It's all right, man. We love you anyway. Um, I really feel like coming to a thing like this, for a lot of us, if this is like one of our first time that you've done something like this, you come here with no expectation, thinking like, maybe I'll find something here. And I think a lot of us, when we get to the live music experience or the festival experience, we find this sense of like community and home that we haven't felt anywhere else. And I really do believe like, I know for myself, that first experience of walking into a Grateful Dead show and feeling the energy of 20,000 plus people all focused on the same thing, expressing joy, and then that feedback loop of the band giving it back, I, I felt something I couldn't get anywhere else. It, it made me it, it made me whole in a strange kind of a way. And I, and I knew that things were never gonna be the same after that, even in my weird 18-year-old puddled brain. I knew like, this is, this is a watershed moment. And I think that's what a lot of us find when we come to events like this, n not even just for the first time, for the thousandth. It's like a freedom of expression too. You know, you come here and you can create a persona or embellish on one that you were working on in your life, you know? Yeah. Like, you can be like, well, I wanna be the sexy pirate tonight. I wanna be the fluffy little bunny tonight. And like, <laughs> it's not only okay, it's like encouraged and accepted and it, and it adds to the vibe of the place like you see the pikachu all night long and you're like yes and you like you know <laughs> but I, if that guy's walking around in the wor real world no, well, you're I like mean, it's still he's not cool he's not, but he, it's cool to me <laughs> i'd be like hell yeah right on pikachu <laughs> but right on pikachu but you don't get as much hell yeah that's awesome from the world no. you get it all here you know and no, you can, it's weird to the world it is a little weird. Like, the, the other thing that i love about these two that i mentioned recently too is like these are the greatest family re reunions Everybody comes together. We got friends out here right now that we all, we don't live far from each other, but life happens. You don't get a chance to see each other all the time. And when these happen, it's the best hugs, 
the best feels. You get a dance together. I mean, we're always texting each other. Can't wait till we get to see each other in Boogie again. Yeah. Just to get down, dance, fill the music. Unrestricted time. Yeah, unrestricted time that's just amazing together. It's like a, the dopest family reunion ever without like the well i guess the drunk uncle is here and <laughs> oh yeah i saw him last night it's a mess they're fun too, too. The they're fun too like sometimes everyone's uncle's here this weekend yeah that's true yes around. it is oh go, go oh oh, oh. <laughs> it is i noticed that first day yesterday you know i bump into you guys i bump into friends i haven't seen in a little while and you give that big hug and you know there's big smiles but then there's i noticed like a huge size uh, people are like, oh, man, isn't this awesome? Like big, like size of relief. Like, you know, that's a that's a physical thing that your body is making you do. Yes. Like you are finally you're relaxing. You're like settling into yourself. You don't even realize it's happening. You think you're just kind of like excited. But that that's a physical thing that you should be doing every day that your body is like making you do in this space. What's up, man? <laughs> you know, I think a, an, another really amazing part of the festival experience, not not just the live music, but the festival experience, especially like a three or four day festival. You go to a show that's a one night show, you have an experience and then the lights come on and you're like, oh my God. And then you got to drive home and go to work the next day. You got to find your and, car. And you have to like find baseline again and get back out into the world. Brutal. It, yeah, it's not fun. Absolutely. I'm trying brutal. to make it so that I don't ever have to do that. But anyway, I'm it just going to fun trying to figure out who's going to drive and yeah. where the car is. Yes, though. true. <laughs> but when you come to a it. festival that's multi-day, you have the opportunity to have that sigh last a little longer. You have the opportunity to yeah. leave the mask down or put the mask on, whichever you prefer. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, whatever your, your deal is for a little longer. And I, to me... It cements the experience into your spirit that much more so that when you when the lights do come on after the last song on the last night and you do have to drive home, you can bring this with you. That's the point. Yeah. What you're experiencing here is not wholly, totally and uniquely here. This is because we are here and we are feeling it. Your experience leaves and comes with you when you leave here. You take this trip home with you you take the attitude that you have here home with you well and you can refer back to it too you know midweek you know two weeks from now you're like gosh that was really nice just hanging out in that room for a minute and just like not listening to the music just chilling and then going back like you have these memories to refer back to as like little um morsels of happiness that you can like be refed from later on it's like like leftovers you know I, I think that's what's amazing about this being the inaugural festival is we're all going to be leaving any of our friends or crew that didn't make it to this we're going to be doing nothing but talking it up and encouraging them to make sure they are here next year yeah i'm already doing it yeah I'm like already yeah, it's already started I'm like you guys we're telling a bunch of people right now yeah <laughs> hey youtube you got to get here next yeah. year <laughs> <laughs> i i also think that that's kind of the point of this if we don't like get something from our time at these things and have it transform us in some fundamental, real kind of a way that is utilitarian to bring back out with us. 
it's kind of a waste in my eyes. Like, okay, you had a great time. I'm all for having fun, man. Like, I'm trying to make it my job. But if we don't... Fun right. and... What? Fun and Help me like out. whatever oh. you're you're getting from this weekend, whether it's like oh, you I see, I see up, where you're you going. Know? Yeah, okay. fun, fun and fun and something like yes else. And, fun and yeah. growth. Fun and networking with awesome people. Fun and growing a part of yourself you didn't know that needed to grow, or like experiencing someone talk about their favorite band in such a magical way where their eyes are lighting up and like you were there so you get to feel that like again these are those moments that are for later you know that you get to kind of work with that, what, one of the greatest things too that we've already experienced <laughs> last night we got two more nights is discovering new music that we haven't yes. heard before that just grabs you and like last night uh Main squeeze. Main, Main squeeze. squeeze. Wow. Didn't know who they were. Heard yes. a little bit of we talking about them. For that. And they are oh amazing. my God. We got down Blew our so doors hard. Off. We got squoezed. We yeah. got squoezed up. Yep. I was squeezed. Well, and let's um, <laughs> give it up for World's Finest, um, our Portland local band. Those guys that were great too. Tore it up and like kept the energy going that like lifted it up and you know we're we're experiencing all of this one after another it's like getting yeah. punched with like goodness over and over it's a goodness buffet <laughs> yeah it really is yeah. a full, flight full of goosebumps oh. yeah <laughs> and right after this we're going back for seconds baby yeah <laughs> i'm i'm filling oh, that yes. plate up again well here's the other like heady weird trippy part of all of this is like your entire experience your entire life is nothing but electrochemical impulses being decoded from your brain. Like I am totally in your movie right now. It's all yours. And if you change yourself, if you make real fundamental changes in yourself for the better, then the world outside changes because it's all coming from in here in the first place. None of this is even really real if, if that's the case, right? Like, Apple's having his own experience. Mel's having her own experience. I'm having mine. Cam's I'm not even his. paying attention. Cam's over. Good job. Lost, Cam. looking for his dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's individually all singular thing. And if we change ourselves, if we, when we have these transformational experiences at things like this or hiking with a friend or sitting at home or whatever, then the world around us can start to change. I, when I was younger, I came from the punk rock scene as a kid, and like, I had my fist raised a lot because I saw that the world around me didn't make sense, and it was unfair, and people got the shit into the stick a lot of the time, and the man doesn't give a fuck about us and wants to keep us down. And I wanted to kick and scream and rail against that thing, and as I got older, and took a lot of psychedelics, <laughs> I found that as I started to change myself, the world outside started to change along with it. Didn't seem as angry? No. And, and the live music experience was probably the main catalyst in me finding that that was the case. So if anything, when you come to something like this, if you're in that place in your life, when you're feeling, if you're feeling like, a little angsty or hopeless about the state of affairs out there. Things are super weird right now. 
the best thing we can do is change ourselves. And then the world outside starts to change. And it, I'm curious, Cam, you know, you said earlier that like you had gone to school, you were going to school to be a pastor. Yeah. And now you're here looking for your dad. That's a change. And if anyone sees my dad, by the way. Yeah. I'm just curious, like <laughs> how, what made what made the switch for you? What was the thing? Um, it's, it's funny that you brought up uh, anger at things and rage at things. You know, I went to school to do the pastor thing. I took all religion classes my freshman year of college. I'm surrounded by other kids my age who are also, these are kids, we're 18 years old, also learning about, you know, scripture and other types of scripture and other types of religions. And um, that competition thing that I brought up earlier kind of came to a head, you know, like we couldn't really have conversations in, in classes. It wasn't like, a, it, it's not an open thing. It's not a conversation. You know, like Aaron was saying before, this, this is whatever it is to you. Like this weekend or this day or this podcast that you're watching right now is whatever, you can take whatever you want from it and you can make it as important as you'd like. And in those classes, it, it's not really a conversation. You know, we would talk about things like leadership in the church, you know, who's allowed to be a leader in the church. And it wasn't a discussion. Who's was, allowed? Who's allowed to be, you know, and who's allowed to do this or that? And, you know, like, I found myself on the wrong side in, in, their, in those rooms, on the wrong side of a lot of those conversations as a bird flies into the room. That was pretty cool. That was wow. beautiful. <laughs> that what? was cool. amazing. That was incredible. I thought it was going to land on the steeple. Is that, is that God checking in on me? Wait, oh, hold my on. gosh. Oh, Can't stop it. Um, no. Everything's Signs a sign. Everything's a sign. Um, Wait, was that pigeons? <laughs> and I, I'm just like, this is not going to work. I cannot be. I cannot work with this type of angst or competition or better than ism that's going on around me. And I, I am doing this because I connected with people in a real way when I was younger through what I thought was like love, what I thought was like a deeper connection than like you know us just being buddies here on earth. Like I thought like you know, we're getting in touch with each other spiritually or we're, we're getting in touch with like who we want to be. That's not what that was. <laughs> it's not what it was at all. Um, who can come out on top it's after can, this game we're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the amazing race for Jesus um, <laughs> is super weird. <laughs> and I got so angry at that. <laughs> I was so mad at that for so long. I was like, I wasted time in my life. I wasted you know, these years of my life where I could have been working on this or that. I've got all this creative yada yada that I want to get out. And um, the shift really happened when I wasn't mad at that anymore. It wasn't the, like the shift wasn't when I left that school and decided I didn't want to, you know, be a part of organized religion. The shift happened when it was like that happened on purpose. That happened for a reason. I am who I am because of all that stuff. And there's things yes. that I'm good at now because of it, like, you know, within religion from like a young age, I would do like devotionals, you know? And so like, wait, what's a devotional? What's a devotional? Great question, Aaron. It's like, when you <laughs> <laughs> great question. No simple roads, Aaron. We would, you know, like you have like a devotional book and there'd be like a quote, there'd be like a Bible verse with like a big, you know, explanation or like a summary around the verse kind of as a you know, how to use this in your life sort of a thing. And oh, how am I supposed to think about this thing the way you want me to think about it? I got it. Exactly. Okay. And, and that's what that is. Right. That's, that's exactly what that is. But in those moments when I'm a kid, like I'm going off by myself, 
turning off the world, turning off like, you know, my friends. I'm going to be with myself and apparently God, but it was <laughs> it was just me. But we, you know, like you are God. I am God, dude. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh no. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, we, you know, I'm by myself. I'm having these moments alone. I'm getting in touch with, I'm like, you know, connecting the dots in my life, uh, you know, finding out what's important. Um, and now that's just meditation for me. Now that's breathing techniques and um, getting in touch with myself in that way, trying to turn off my brain in that way and getting in touch with me instead of getting in touch with this outside wait, entity that doesn't so wait, talk. You, you started thinking for yourself whoa that's exactly right no point. simple roads apple and it was great and you know and well, I, they had to kick you out after you started doing that oh yeah no i was a huge issue yeah, um <laughs> no i kicked myself out i i, I walked out the front door uh, and i you know th there's so many things that so now i come full circle it has come full circle. Now I'm, I'm, you know, standing in the field, enjoying this music, you know, feeling inspired for things that I'm going to take away from this festival. You know, things I'm going to bring home with me and turn into the creative energy that, you know, fuels my comedy stuff or fuels my onstage stuff. Like, you know, it's not that I'm like, <laughs> Eggy's not telling jokes that I'm about to lift. Eggy is out there playing a beautiful set um, and giving themselves to an audience and you connect dots in your own way, you know. You guys who are sitting here, the 50,000 of you that are sitting here, you guys aren't comedians. You have your own jobs. You've con you'll connect the dots from what the band is giving you or what, what these artists are giving you and be like, I can use that in my job. I can use that in the thing, my side hustle that I'm trying to get off the ground. And it's not anything they said. It's not a lyric of the song. It's, it's, it's an emotion and a feeling. Um, and that's, you know, I... Ha when I was younger in the church, I was like trying to put my feelers out, trying to find this thing as a kid. And I feel like if I didn't have that experience as a kid, I'd be really turned off this kind of stuff. You know, I'd be like yeah. a lot more closed off and um, a lot more scared of myself. Um, and when I'm at these sort of things, I get closer to myself, end up liking myself more when I leave. Wow. And that's, uh, that's paying dividends. You know, <laughs> yeah. What a weird thing. Like, the world is it's it's set up with this like structure and people are going to these buildings and <laughs> and paying money and looking they're, for this thing they're doing something and you walked out the door and like sat down with yourself and found that and but even weirder than that at a concert it did, and it didn't just take one you know I'm still finding it right now yeah it, oh it, yeah it's evolving every day you find it all the time in every minute of the day, you know, I'm going to find some more stuff later. I'm finding stuff right now. And it's a, it's a process and that like anger took a long time to get through. And that like resentment for the church took a long time to get through. It's pretty recent. I would say like within the last like three, 20 points, minutes, it was like right before we got on <laughs> yeah. here, Apple was like, let was it go back dude. there. I gave him let a hug. Let it go, Cam. Oh, my God. Get over it, dude. Well, Christ. speaking of letting go, um, that's one of the wonderful things about um, any type of, like, celestial happening is that we can gather and actually do something specific and using, like I mentioned earlier, the energy of the earth and where we're at now. And so in the spirit of letting go, if everybody just wants to listen and think about one thing, up to this point, so we're nine months into 2023, if you can find something in your head 
that you are willing to let go and leave at Cascade, leave at the Equinox, um, something that maybe isn't serving you, something that you've outgrown, something that you already did and don't need to do anymore, something that slows you down, something that um, doesn't make you feel good when you think about or do anymore. We're, we're at a really like unique moment in time in the year. If you don't know what the equinox is, the day and the night are equally, equally long. And the energy, the earth, the axis of the earth, everything is balanced for that one brief moment in time. And it really is a good time to do some soul searching and let things go because as you let that thing go, the equilibrium of the planet and the energy that's around us is supporting you. So when you let something go, now you're lighter, right? So you would be off balance normally when that lighter thing goes, but now the earth and the energy of the planet and all the celestial stuff, if you believe in that, or it's just, I'm talking shit, that's here to support you and help you get through that time a little easier. And it, we've, been, we've been doing this long enough now to where I have gotten in trouble enough times from Mel coming to festivals and her being like, so what's our intention for this festival? And I don't know. Party. And, yeah. <laughs> hang out. To party. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely dad. fun and it takes you into great places, unknown territory. But when you're, think about like if you're making a sandwich or if you're, creating a masterpiece that sandwich is going to be so different than just making the sandwich and you're manifesting nourishment yeah, yeah. there's gotta, so many gotta ways gotta use that, that croissant bread yeah so um Dijon <laughs> whoever wants to participate i'm gonna just count to three we're gonna take a nice deep breath and just think of Love that it. word wait 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 we've got folks on youtube right yeah yes. they're gonna so participate you too. don't have to be at cascade equinox no festival to participate, this is not an exclusionary thing. You could be wherever you are and hang out and do this. So please join Mel. So, um, yeah, but in the spirit of sharing, um, Cam, you're gonna start first okay. and you're gonna say oh, something shit. that you're letting go. We're all gonna go. And everybody out there, just think about your thing that you're gonna let go. I'm on the spot. Yeah, you are on the now. spot. You let go of something. We all have something that we can let that's go. That's why we call it. That's why here. we have you up here. So we throw <laughs> that, stuff at you first. All right. So Cam, what are you letting go of up until uh, this 2023 ninth month of September? What are you letting go of? You know, I I told you guys that I do uh, comedy. I make stuff on the internet. I make uh, shorts. I do you know film stuff. And along with that, there is always an expectation of what it's going to end up being. Nope, nope. Um, okay. Oh, hello. You're allowed. It's okay. Come on through. You're part of, the, you're part of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I always, there's always an expectation of what that's going to end up being, what it's going to end up bringing, you know, how many people are going to see it. Is it going to, is it going to be good? Oh, I'm yeah, letting man. go of uh, make, trying to make things good or make things uh, <laughs> for people. I'm making things for me and we're going to let things be what they be after I let go. Wow. Of right on. Oh yeah. Right on Cam. All right, Aaron. So Mel, what? Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Wow. Well, we have to give everybody to inspiration to, to think about the stuff in their life that they might know, not know that they All need right. to let go. I got something. So when I'm doing anything creative, I'm going to, 
not say when we do anything, when I do anything creative and I put it out into the world, I have a tendency to uh, compare it to other people. And what I'm learning as I'm doing this longer and longer is by comparing what I do to other people, I'm not able to see the worth in the thing that I'm doing because I'm putting it up against somebody else's trip that has nothing to do with mine, even if it's the same game. It's a completely different thing. And now I can't see the worth in my thing anymore. So I'm letting go of comparison this week. That's a good one. Apple? It's the thief of okay, joy. Skip over to me. Throw it, throw it me next. Oh. See you next. So, okay, this is a weird one. I haven't even talked to you guys about, but I going to these things and going to shows and getting older and stuff, I'm 54 and sometimes I'm that person that feels awkward in the crowd. Like, like, am I old, too old to be here? Tell us, people. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm letting that go because this, like last night, that was fun. Sometimes I feel weird being, like getting up by the rail. Like, that's for young people. Well, there is no age limit. Nobody has ever put that on me in a crowd or to show it's myself and what I get most often I even got it last night is people like oh my god and not even saying the age but like you are so fun you were boogieing the way you were dancing so I'm letting that shit go Fuck uh, yeah. feeling, right on, feeling like the dude that's too old like should I retire and quit having fun fuck no too old for fun no. please catch please catch Apple boogieing out there he is an example for how you should be yeah. he was getting <laughs> down last night did it down thank you more down thank you there was more down there was a, a guy at at uh Hi, uh, not High Sierra, Northwest String Summit, Apple, um, an old dude, like old, old. Uh, yeah, he's, like in, he's old. like in his late 70s, most likely. And it made me so happy to see that brother dancing by the rail. I and I it made me cry. And I walked over to him and I said, hey, man, you give me hope for later. Thank you so much. And he started bawling and gave me a hug. I, I remember you talking about that and saying, bro, that that's encouragement that we're going to be doing this until we're like 80, until we're lo no longer, you know, it's, even if you, we, you're going to have to wheel me in in a wheelchair. So I was going to say, Metal's going to have a double wheelchair. You see that, yeah, and getting down no matter what. So no all matter us who old you are, Jerry what heads, age. All of us old Jerry yeah. heads, we're going to be out there forever, man. I'm Mel. not... Cam's gonna carry me in on That's his right. back. Oh. On his back, yeah. Well, carry you up the mountain, Apple. What are you, what are you leaving at Cascade? Um, oh, what I'm leaving at Cascade is the um, the thought and the habit of thinking that I myself am not ready to lead. And you? Yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah. Okay. I've been I married to her for 25 years, <laughs> almost 26. This is news for real. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that people keep under wraps in their own personalities that are harder for them to maybe even talk about or put into words. Um, and these are like those when you get nervous before something, you know, those are the things that make you nervous. Those like things that like eat at you, like you're not good enough to do that or you're not you don't think clearly enough for that or you're not articulate enough for that. And so 
that's one of the things in in my psyche that I deal with is like no you know sit back down you're not old enough or you're you haven't lived through enough or your voice isn't is the same as someone else's they don't need to hear it and so I'm letting that shit go at Cascade because yeah, it's wrong for Mel, yeah. but it's YouTube wrong. clap for Mel <laughs> yeah. thank you all you 50,000 yeah. give it up for Mel just roaring alright so it's yeah. everybody else's turn thank you thank you um, <laughs> so, yeah. well I was just going to say it's everybody else's turn and we're going to do a nice deep breath and on the and it, think about it on that inhale right and then slowly pause and slowly exhale and then let that shit go Whatever that word is or whatever that thought is or whatever that, you know, we're letting go, exhale it out and, and let it be and settle into the space to be transmuted later with this incredible festival and the energy of the festival. Because that energy is going to come out and it's going to be around and we're going to slap it out, dance it out, high five it out, hug it out, whatever Big it hugs. out. All right. So don't worry about it just being there and getting back on you. It's going to inhale it in that thought of it and then exhale it out all right okay so on the count of one it. two three right all right on the count of one two three take a deep inhale and inhale whatever you're thinking of leaving letting go of and when you're ready exhale that shit out let that shit go bro we're gonna do one more for good measure nice deep inhale and exhale that out. All right. So if we're talking about balance and equinox for letting stuff go, we got to take something home. Yeah, we do. Apple, what are you taking home from Cascade? Oh, man. Taking home another, like, personal photo album and, like, recording of everything that happens here. The bonding further with friends and the thing that always happens is new friendships that are created he's taking home bringing home a new friend we're having somebody yep, move I'm in bringing home new friends more cool. people <laughs> moving in and Dope. darwin's got to deal with it no. okay everyone who becomes friends with That's apple is coming home with apple coming to no simple road <laughs> hey. hey you lost your dad <laughs> i'm gonna bring my dad home i'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find my dad I am. I am going to bring home. This has been for me one of the coolest summers of live music and one of the coolest summers of, uh, you know, creating stuff on the side as well um, in my entire life. And I feel like I've just been getting, like you said, like kind of snapshots and a photo album. I walked around a little bit before this podcast, just kind of take, you know, I'm a huge uh, <laughs> I back in the day, I listened to a lot of Osiris podcasts back when I lived in Chicago, had my my day job, I used to listen to No Simple Road, I used to listen to the Helping Friendly podcast, Undermine, and this is pretty surreal for me. I'm trying to act cool about it, but I'm hanging out with No Simple Road we love up you, in man. Oregon, uh, doing a live podcast with them. Thanks for doing that with us. In the first yeah, year of this yeah. festival. And so I couldn't, I mean, I just tried, to, just tried to take that in. I, I don't think I fully did yet, but what I'm gonna take with me is the appreciation of this summer, and like this is just such a, a massive stamp at the end of it. It's just Heck uh, yeah, fuck yeah, Cam. yeah. I'm gonna try to live in this for the rest of my life. We'll see how it goes, but um, well, I'm gonna live in it now for now. If I have anything to say about it, this isn't the last one. 
Oh shit! Hell yeah! Yeah. I, yeah. I want. I want to add one thing. My, I'm also going home with that bitchin' purple tie dye dirt wire shirt that's over <laughs> at the merch booth because I mean that's a yeah. physical thing I'm Hell taking yeah. home. They got some dope merch here. If nobody's been to the merch booth, I'm a merch whore. I love it. Oh, Mel, what are you um, taking home? I mean, I think what I'm taking home hasn't happened yet. I think tonight is going to be a really special night, and so what I'm say I'm going to take home is this like kind of piggybacking what you said cam a awesome bookend on this incredible music of summer and music of summer and summer, summer of music music, music um, of summer it's kind of is music of summer yeah I mean, that's true is, you're it, right it kind of is but no like just all of the experiences seeing everybody that's here the second live that we've done um yeah. you know and just kind of the appreciation of everybody freaking rocking it and owning their shit and just loving y'all wow yeah so i'm taking those tough acts to love follow. um well i want to take some home hawaiian food too the hawaiian <laughs> booth's really good all the food booths are really good i come a couple patties. of slices of pizza it's a really good slice of I'm pizza adding the physical things now i got some biscuits and gravy this morning i'd oh, like to take home those were right awesome it's like eight bucks so good um i think that realizations happen at least for me they happen in stages of like knowing and then further knowing that thing and it unfolds and unfolds and unfolds. And earlier this summer, uh, a mentor of mine said something to me. I was talking about, um, we appeared at Ophelia's with Andy Frasco at, at the end of last month. And uh, I was talking to him about going to do that. And I was like, I'm nervous and I can't believe this is happening. And oh my gosh, we get to do this thing. He's like, look, that's great that you feel like that means you care and that's really cool but you fucking earned it man you earned it you wouldn't be doing that if you hadn't earned what you're doing and i was like wow and he was like you need to own that i was like whoa and putting yourself out there this show has always been about like us being unapologetically who we are and living our lives in front of everybody for better or worse. And it was never planned. And it's terrifying sometimes to do that in front of people. And also it's, it's a trip to think that I actually have a voice in this community that has like taken care of me and taught me so much <clears throat> and made me who I am. And like to not have imposter syndrome sitting up here in front of everybody, like I'm taking that confidence home with me. Hell yeah. Fuck that. Man. Yes. I yes. Shit. I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. You do deserve it. Right. It's crazy to a guy like Damn. me to think that Aaron doesn't feel like he has that voice in this community or that he isn't a part. I mean, to me, it's so clear, but it's just crazy how you don't you don't realize what you are we to all. people. You don't know what you do for people. Uh, no, we don't. Even if you've been doing it for so long, you know. It's uh, all right. It's it's wild to think that, and and I talked about this earlier in, in an interview we did. The musicians that we've spoken to, all of them almost have, in some way, said the same thing that they are like, can't believe this is happening to me. 
like Billy Strings, like feels like that. Man, I'm just like Billy Strings. For yeah, real. you are, Cam. It's cool. Yeah, you're cool. <laughs> finally, it happened. That's Today's what you're taking home cool. from this, taking Cam. I'm cool from Cascade Equinox. I'm cool now. So, all of you guys out there, I want to say thank you for spending time with us. 50,000 of you came to see us today. <laughs> it's thank truly you. overwhelming. It's amazing that you did that. Sardine packed in here, yep. but it's yeah. great. No, seriously, <laughs> thanks, you guys, for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. And, well, wait, before we leave, um, think about the one thing, maybe it hasn't happened yet, that you're bringing home from Cascade. Because you are leaving something, a part of yourself, but you're also going to take something. And it's probably more than one thing, but just maybe the energy or the feeling. So think about that. What are you guys laughing at over there, Jason and Audrey and Abe? Huh? What are you bringing home? It's not <laughs> what, what are they bringing home? <laughs> no, I love these guys. I love it. it. No, th it's but this, serious is, thing. this is what's perfect about right now. This is it. <laughs> so I just want everybody to think about that. And we're going to close. And hopefully this, instead of our breaths being that... Um, the, the music, no, we're gonna clap and we're gonna release what we're getting, right? All right, so we're gonna put our mics down. Yeah. Okay. Everybody think about this is what they're gonna I get. I didn't know this was gonna yeah. happen. Everybody think about what they are gonna get from this festival. And on the count of three one, two, three. Clap it out. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah! Hey, Cam. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks you, for everybody. Doing this Thanks with for us, hanging out with us. And no Simple Roads, Aaron. Thank you so much. No Simple Roads, Mel. Thank you so much. And No Simple Roads, Apple. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you, Cam. It's no great. Simple Road guest. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Cam on Instagram. And we're ready for tonight. Well, one, one last thing to thank you to everybody at Cascade Equinox for to throwing Hannah. this incredible event. To yes, Hannah, Hannah for helping so us much. make this happen. <laughs> yes. And also, if you're not aware, coming up in a few minutes after us, Renegade Opera. We heard oh her warming up, and wow. If you yeah. want to cry today. Yeah, if you feel like yeah. being in tears from some amazing yeah. vocals. If you want to be swept away. Yep. All right. Thanks, Thanks everybody.
may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.